Lightworkers Unite is a podcast and social show hosted by intuitive women, lightworkers, and most importantly, friends, Mayuman Manjeet. Welcome to our podcast, where we believe there is a lightworker within all of us. Whether you are a medium, an educator, or a nuclear technologist, there's a lightworker within you, and we have work to do. This is a call to action. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh my gosh. How are you, my dear? <sighs> I'm good. How are you? It's Saturday morning. <laughs> I know. You don't usually record on Saturday mornings. Exactly. Um, I'm a little sleepy, but in a good way. I, You know what I did? Can I just be honest with you? So John and I woke up. Um, he went golfing, came downstairs. I made some toast this morning because I wasn't that hungry, but I, I always love a little piece of sourdough toast sometimes with an egg. And I had a cup of coffee and I sat in front of the TV, turned on my lights everywhere in the fireplace. And it was just me because my mom was still sleeping. The girls are still sleeping and all the animals were fed and they came and cuddled with me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch a Hallmark movie before recording today. Oh, for heaven's sakes. There she goes. <laughs> so when you texted saying, um, you know, I'm running behind, I need 15 more minutes. I was like, yes. Cause I had to finish the movie. Cause I was like, if I don't, I, I can always finish it later. I don't need to see the ending and they're all baseball and they all surprise, surprise. And with a happy ending. <laughs> Every time, every, every time, single time, everyone's nice to each other. It's just great. I just and you love know, it. there's nothing. I love that. I love that you like happy endings. I do. Yeah. I, I think do. that's, that's awesome. I was really slow moving this morning as well, but for a completely different reason. Oh, do tell. Can you? Um, or, you well, know. I had a couple drinks last night. <gasps> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. We're not lying. You do. I, yeah, I had a couple of vodka sodas and I was like, mm, this, these are lovely. And I love drinking very much lately. So they kind of snuck up on me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Oh, we girl, I think I need a little bit more, coffee. a little bit more time, a little more coffee. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's a great reason. I love it. Oh, but I am ready Johnny. For Johnny drank a whole bottle of wine last night by himself. What? I know usually it's a couple, you know, yeah. and I, and, but he was, he was a little goofy last night and he was saying weird things to the girls. I was like, just ignore your father. He's a little tipsy. And then, so this morning I was like, how many glasses of wine did you have last night? He goes, well, let's see. He is, I think the whole bottle. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So it must've been in the air. Tis the season. <laughs> Good for him. Good, Good for, for him. Yeah, no, I've been drinking a ton. So I, I thought, oh, you know what? I had a really busy couple days. I'm going to just unwind. And yes. um, I watched Lord of the Rings. Oh my God. Love. I haven't seen that in <laughs> ages. Love. Oh, it's my favorite fall thing. My everyone, when I start feeling cool and cold and I just, I, that's my fall series. And, then, and now there's the Hobbit. So I, which isn't, I mean, it's not the best as you know, but still good, it's, but yeah, yeah, it's not Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Hmm. So that was really fun. Like, that's awesome. I'd like to get my girls to watch that. I don't think they ever have. 
They were totally into Harry Potter and, uh, and then dad, dad and I, John and I would <laughs> say, you know, we got to introduce them to the Lord of the Rings. Cause we both loved it. And I feel like now we've kind of missed that window because they don't want to watch movies with mom and dad anymore. Oh, I know. You know? No, it, yeah. They don't. They're like, we're good. Thanks. So I have to f- sometimes force family movie night, which is usually Sunday night. And, and it turns out fine. They get into the mood with popcorn and then we pick one. And sometimes that takes a little longer, but it's, I, I would love to introduce that so that then we could do like every Sunday, a little series, right? Mm-hmm. Get That'd to the, be a you know, good idea. Yeah. So thank I you like for that. that. Oh thank yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm still trying to get them to watch Star Trek with me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not happening. I don't know. I think, I think at this point they kind of rebel, right? They kind of like, they're like, oh gosh, oh. mom. And then I get really into it. Like when the USS Enterprise comes out of the clouds and, and the music comes on and I'm like, I know. Yeah! Yeah. First contact. (laughs) I'm just, it's yeah. So Hallmark, Star Trek, we're just, we're just getting into it today. Isn't that awesome? That's great. Well, Um, it is all kind of dreamy. I love the magical imagination. I just, mm -hmm. I love that stuff so much. And it just really gravitates to me. Yeah. Yeah. I love all that stuff. Do you like Star Wars? Have we talked about this? No. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love Star Wars too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All that stuff. (laughs) We're a couple of Jedi girls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I really love all that stuff. I love all that make-believe stuff and kind of extraterrestrial out there kind of stuff. And yes, and it does kind of, right. It does bleed into like dreams, right? I know. Yeah. Which is what the show is about. Yay. Yay. (laughs) So if anyone's wondering, well, you know, what the hell are these two talking about this week? We are talking about dreams, which I think are fascinating and it's actually a huge topic and we probably could sit and talk about it for hours, uh, yeah. but we're, we're just going to touch upon it. I mean, we could get into the scientific, which we will behind dreams and how our mind works when we're asleep and what's going on. And I'll also share my, my thought process behind that and my philosophy, but I want to hear about reoccurring dreams and the dreams that are vivid and the ones that if you ask anyone, uh, there's, you'll have those that say, Oh, I don't dream. I never have. And then you'll have those like, oh my gosh, yes, I have crazy ass dreams. And and they'll talk about the recurring dream that they had or one that stood out all of their lives as if it just happened. It's so vivid, so clear. Some are scary because um, they feel so real and some make absolute no sense whatsoever, right? And you're like, what? And sometimes we dream of our loved ones who've passed you know, who have died and they come to us in our dreams, which are technically called dream visitations. And I love those. Love, love, love those. So let's start with you, girl. Hmm. I mean, have you thought about it? About your dreams? Do you have one that stands out or one you want to talk about? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm still thinking about the dream visitation. That is badass. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a really cool concept. Um, And I'm, I was just wondering when you said that, how do you how do you know that's happening? I guess that would be like when you're interviewing, you know, one of your clients that would come up like that they're, oh, I've been having this dream about my, about my loved one. Well, you know how it usually comes up is the spirit will tell me I've been visiting them in their dreams. I was, Yeah. And I'll say, oh, you've been having some dream visitations. You've been 
they've been coming to you in your dreams. You've been dreaming about them, haven't you? And they'll say, yes. How did you know that? So I said, because they tell me that they're trying to reach you through your dreams. And that is what a true dream visitation is. The spirit is the loved one is trying to connect. And sometimes when they do nudge us or flicker the lights or put a feather in front of us or try to put something, uh, um, their favorite song on the radio, whatever it is to trying to connect, to get you to think of them. Cause the thought is entering They're They're planting those thoughts in your mind. Sometimes we're not ready or we don't see it because we're not open and we're not mindful and, or we're in grief and we're closed. So the dreams is a very easy and safe way to see a loved one and to feel their connection. And a lot of times people don't realize that it's a dream visitation. They, they think, oh, I just dreamt about them. And sometimes a, it's not a true dream visitation. Sometimes it is just memories and thoughts where they're dreaming of just doing normal stuff and they were in the dream, but there was no message. A true dream visitation is very vivid, very strong. You wake up knowing like, oh my gosh they came to me last night, they were in my dream and they looked at you and they said things to you and you could feel the difference. It's very vivid, very powerful. Wow. I love I that. It's interesting. I had a, a client of mine and, and it was very similar, It, but it presented to him like I have really poor sleep. Oh, yeah. Right. So um, <clears throat> that's actually what kind of catapulted a little bit of the research that I was doing for this, for this talk today was, um, you know, they're so connected yes. that, you know, he was saying, I, I just, I have, I, I sleep really shittily. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm up all the time. I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm just, it's disruptive. I have really bizarre, very vivid dreams. So um, technically, right. He's going in and out of like really deep REM sleep, yeah. you know? And, and so he's, so he, he was just like, I just, I can't, and, and they're so vivid and some of them are reoccurring and, and, um, and then he sees people that have passed. Like, so it's just like kind of this whole mishmash. And what really came to me was this feeling that he's so busy during the day, you know, that, that his brain is so busy and working all the time. And, you know, you're kind of moving through your day and keeping really busy. And sometimes we, we don't like to be quiet, Yeah, you know, to like listen to, because right. when we're quiet is when we receive correct from our guides and all that. And so it just kind of, it just made sense to me that when he's trying to sleep is when all of his guides are like, Hey, we finally have a moment to talk to him <laughs> because those brain waves right, have really slowed down. Mm -hmm. And so as I was taught, you know, reading about the, all the, the brain, the frequencies and the wavelengths and the deltas and the thetas and the alpha wavelengths. It really, it really was interesting that when your brain frequency slows down, you're actually able to access, you know, those higher beings and those spiritual entities just so much clearer. What do you think of that? Oh, I know that to be true. And I, I feel like I was just like that fellow you're talking about all my life. It still happens. It's calmed way down since I've made my mediumship very public. Mm -hmm. uh, but before that, Yes, it, it's right before you're falling asleep and you're so exhausted, you're so tired and you just want to go right to sleep, but it's, you're woken up by yes. vivid dreams, by beings in the room, by feelings of uh, pres different presence. I mean, it's very, 
and, it, and it's, it's kind, I wouldn't say it's alarming, but it's disruptive. And yeah. so you're like, leave me alone. I just want to sleep. I just want to rest. And I think it's so important for everyone to know that if you are having trouble sleeping because of thoughts, monkey mind, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's really important to get into a monk mind instead. <laughs> I'm reading a Jay mm -hmm. Shetty's book. Instead of the monkey mind, go monk mind, because you need to also tell your guides and tell spirit and maybe just in your mind or out loud, set the intention. I require sleep. So tonight, if everyone could just please allow yeah. me to sleep, if there's any messages that I need or any information that needs to be downloaded, can you please do it where I'm unconscious? And so that it's still happening, but I'm, I'm resting. Yeah. But it is very disruptive and, but you can say and set the intention. No, I need sleep. Please leave me alone. That's, that's what I yes. do. I think that's, um, <clears throat> That was sorry. I <laughs> the frog in my throat again today. I need some more tea or coffee. Sorry. But yeah, that, that was actually one of the things that really came up with this, um, with, with him in particular was, you know, really setting that intention to be like before bed, I, I choose healthy sleep. I receive, you know, uh, subconsciously. And, and then the third part of that was writing it down the next day so that there is an inventory, right? So like having that dream journal. Yes. Very, love the dream journal. Yeah. I've never had one. Have you, have you ever kept? Oh, hell yeah. I have many. I, sure, of course you do. I just, cause your dreams are jacked. They're jacked. <laughs> My God, you've told me some of your dreams, girl. And I'm like, what the actual? Oh, I had to go to you be because, yes. <laughs> yes, I came to you because, and that one's still very, very scary. I feel like I should talk about it. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Let's go, go. Because, because the reason why is I would love to tear it apart a little bit and interpret this. And it, especially for those who are listening, who have nightmares or scary dreams, or are fearing that the dreams are a premonition, or something bad's going to happen, right, which they're not. But I, the dream journal getting back to that, I think is so important. Because we forget our dreams. So yeah. if I, as soon as I wake up, it's fresh, it's new. And it, and a lot of times it makes absolutely no sense, but I, yeah. it does at the time while I'm writing it out. And then if you go back later, you're like, what? <laughs> or if I'm telling John, oh my God, listen to this dream. And then I, I'm starting to talk and I'm like, oh, well, I guess, okay. That part doesn't make sense. <laughs> so but it made totally. complete sense while I was dreaming it. And when I was in it, it all made sense. But when you come back to this life and in this reality, yeah. this current dimension, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right? yeah. So that's why I always say piece it apart, but dreaming, dreaming and having a dream journal will teach you things about patterns. will teach you about things that maybe you need to be aware of that keep recurring. Yes. 100%. To help you. I agree. You just get more clarity because you can, when you write it out, you know, in those, in that morning slumber, that sleepy time, you're still kind of waking up, grabbing that pen and paper and just doing a brain dump. Um, and then having time to like reflect on it, you know, later in the week. Yeah. Um, and that was what I recommended was, you know, just once a week, go back and like, Yes. Read and look for those patterns because there, there's something happening, right? There's absolutely or there's, yeah, there's something that wants to, wants, wants to be, you mm -hmm. know, acknowledged, right? 
And there's also uh, digital dream journals. I did that for a while oh, where cool. I would just get on my phone and go, and then you can go back and you can see all the ones that you've posted in your little app, a dream app. Uh, the other thing too, if you don't feel like writing it down is recording it. Sometimes I would just say, oh my gosh, because it would be faster. Absolutely. Uh, dreams, you know, on date, blah, 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 blah. And this is whatever the time it was. And then I would just say, I was here and I saw this and I would just recite everything that happened in the dream and close it. And then you can go back and listen to it. I have a few of those too. It's crazy. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's a great idea for me. Definitely. Cause I can, I can speak a lot faster than I would ever type it yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. or dictate it, you know, yeah. In- Ever, yeah, I think that the, the point of it, right, is to, is to capture it somehow. To capture it somehow before it's gone. Before and it's as gone. you know, you'll wake up and it's so vivid and it's right there. And then you get up, you brush your teeth, you have breakfast, you have your coffee, you start off and then it's gone. And then throughout the day, something might trigger it. You'll mm-hmm. talk to someone, you'll be like, oh, oh my gosh. And it'll come right back to you like, oh, that reminds me of the dream that I had last night. And so I think when you get triggered, and it brings you back to the dream, that's when there's a message in that dream Mm, that you need to pay attention to. Yeah, I love that because they do say that, um, you know, like I was reading this cool little article about the science behind dreams in the scientific journal. And and it was cool because they were saying like in ancient times, the Greeks and the Romans, you know, they believed that the dreams had like prophetic powers. You know, they actually believed in that time period that it was seeing the future or it was like some kind of bridge between civilization and and gods. Yeah. You know, so it was like people who had these vivid, vivid dreams, there, there were messages that were heated. You know, people took it very, very seriously. Like downloads. And that's what I call them, right? When you're having a download in the middle of the night. um, Yeah. So that you can take that information to and apply it to this life, whether it was to build pyramids (laughs) or to, to write ancient language, you know, hieroglyphics on the wall. Like, I mean, where did all that stuff come from? I feel like it came from somewhere. Yeah. Downloaded into someone's mind. I don't know. I just think it's amazing. Love it. So who do you think is downloading? That's a cool question. (laughs) I'm just curious because I think it's probably multiple things. But multiple things. I I think our guides are trying to reach us that are guiding us. That's pretty plain and simple. I think obviously if we want to do levels, okay, let's say loved ones first, Mm. our guides, um, ascended masters and angels, right. In that hierarchy or archangels. And then if you want to go, even there's entities. And I think even past beings who like Albert Einstein <laughs> or something, I think sometimes oh, who are evolved beings can sometimes download into specific people who are meant to do specific things. Mm. So, and I'm a big believer in, in you and I talk about this and this might be way too far out and woo woo for everyone, but <laughs> I do believe that entities, beings from other planets, other, uh, other life forms are also trying to help us as a species. And I believe the only way they can sometimes is to download information in which we take it on as our own and the ideas, the innovation, the science, the creativity. I think it's, it's information that's given to us and then we voice it out into the world and, uh, you know, 
I, I, yeah, well, you know, we are in alignment with that because yeah, I, I don't think that it's on accident that, you know, right. we, we know certain things or we're connecting in a way to our civilization and, and evolving in, in, in really big jumps, like that don't make a lot of sense. Yes. You know, like we go from here and then all of a sudden we're here yeah. and then all of a sudden we're like way over here. And, and it, it's an evolutionary process, I think, from our, for our, our civilization that it, it's kind of like divine. It feels like, yeah. oh, interesting. Where are the, how did we get that, you know, information or, you know, it's, it's very similar to how we kind of cheat in the aerospace world by potentially taking, you know, extraterrestrial yeah. aircraft, you know, yes. so, I'm not to sound like a, like a total kook and a conspiracy theorist. I'm with you sister. <laughs> but you know, you may, it makes you wonder. And I think if we stop wondering, we stop thinking about the possibilities. Mm -hmm. uh, we stay small and caged, you know, yes. right. and that's what I love about dreams. It, it, is it, it opens like, right. Just this whole nother world of possibility like look at us talking about fucking aliens and like like <laughs> and i know that word alien scares people so that's why i say okay extraterrestrials or other <laughs> entities other beings from other planets because the word alien shuts people off like oh you believe in those little green mars people you know so uh, I, I hope that we have come a lot further along yeah. to where we're not completely boxing them in and this little idea of, oh, the, the Mars looking aliens, you know, the green guys, I, I think we need to expand our mind and kind of come to the realization that it's pretty selfish and pretty, like you said, small yeah. and arrogant <laughs> to think that we're the only life out here in the, in this universe, the only planet that has any life, all knowing that there's other other galaxies, other universes. It's just, yeah. of course there is, of course, of course, that are probably much more advanced than us. So, yeah. Well, what, what really struck me, I, I, I didn't put it together until just now when you were speaking is that a lot of the abduction stories are when people are sleeping. Yes. You know? And so I, I just, I think that's quite fascinating, right? That, that maybe when they're in that dream state and then that's what also discredits their experience for, for a lot of people is, oh, you dreamt it. Right. You know, where they, for them, it was very, very real that they yes. were abducted, you know, like in, right. in, in, in the late night while they were sleeping, you know, they're in the corner, there was a, I smell, know. right. It's, it's just such a, that can't be on accident, right? No, it's not. That's when we're most relaxed and, and getting back to the brain waves. Right. Um, and I, but also getting back to a consciousness, in, in that reality in our consciousness and our mind, we can create so many, many different realities. And this, this is one, this life right now is our current reality. But when we're dreaming, who knows what other ones are happening while this body is resting, where does our soul go? You know, that part of our brain that is still, Un, you know, not tapped into that is still unknown. Yeah. What what's going on? There's so much of the brain we don't know about. Boy, who knew that the the dream subject would take Damn, us to the aliens again? 
Well, you know, it's so oh, weird. And I have to tell you this. I have my, my cousins in Canada. They're amazing. And we're very like-minded and uh, with all this kind of stuff. And just last night, she was texting um, us. <laughs> she was saying, anybody else having really weird alien dreams? And I said, tell me more. And so she, she begins to talk about how she was being like, um, there were aliens and they were, she was a human on planet earth. And, um, and Inder, if I'm getting this wrong, you know, you please comment. And so she, she's talking about how, um, she was hurt. Like they were hurting humans and like, they were farming these, this weed. And I was like, 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 like weed, like you guys, <laughs> weed for aliens? like that is a whole fucking awesome cartoon right there. I'm just saying, but she was like, yeah, it looked like it, but it wasn't. And she was revolting and they were creating kind of this upheaval, you know, and, and, and fighting. And so she was, it was just like this other reality almost of, of what could have been happening. So it was just really, it was it just so funny that you're saying that. And she just was having this really vivid dream about. Okay. Mention. I need to address that. Okay. I, I have several dreams of aliens and what she is describing. I've had that same dream and it stands out. And I remember waking up a little upset. So it was on earth. And I dreamt that the aliens were kind of, it was, a, it was like an invade sort of invading, mm-hmm. but they were, they were trying to capture us and we were trying to run. And, and, and I don't know that it felt peaceful. All I know is I was trying to run too. I don't know that I was Mayum. I know that I was someone with a child, a young, I don't even know, remember if it was a boy or a girl, it was just a young child, like a, like a three or four year old. And I was running and we were hiding and we went into this underneath this bench box thing that I was hiding and I could hear the alien come up and they opened the box. And so, and I woke up just as that happened. Oh, great. It was very scary. I know it was very, very scary, but it was so freaking real. Yeah. It was so real that I can picture everything perfectly today. Um, and there's another one that I want to talk about just because I feel like I'm supposed to, and yeah. not to make, you know, freak people out and get scared. <laughs> so the one where I, you and I were working together and I called you and said, I had this crazy dream. I was in a broken down bus, like a school bus. Oh, yes. And I had my girls and John and I, wait, was John there? Yes, John and I, we were all, there was the five of us in this bus and we were being attacked by these, I guess maybe they were aliens, but they were, they almost looked tribal. So Mm -hmm. almost like from a, like a, I'm going to say it like Gilligan's Islands tribe, you know, remember where they'd have all those, the tribe people. Right. So but they weren't, uh, I don't know. So I'm in this bus, they're there and they're trying to get inside. They're trying to attack us, get in the bus. Yeah. Well, they take John, he, he, co- he goes out to try to talk to them and save them and they take him away and I'm screaming and the girls and my biggest fear, Manji was do not hurt my girls. Do not hurt my children. Do not hurt them. And I have a steering wheel and where I'm closing and locking the doors just in time before they can get to it. And the, and I'm going to try and drive away, but one reaches in just before I roll up the window and takes the steering wheel. So now I have no steering wheel, so I can't drive. Oh my God. That, I know. Yes. So, talk I about remember it. this vividly. I remember having this yeah, conversation. I was upset when I woke up. I'm like, what does this mean? Yeah. And so then 
I'm sitting, we're sitting ducks. I, I'm like, there's no way out with I mean, this is what I'm feeling doom. And then they come out and carry like on a large stretcher up in the air, the remains of which I think are John. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I'm girls cover your eyes. Don't look. Cause I'm thinking they're going to bring dad around and here they come and it's not John. It's my dad. Mm-hmm. my dad's remains. And then it, it took a different shift. Like, oh my God. So the dad relationship, it was about the dad, my dad, their dad. Yeah. It was just crazy. And that's when I woke up when I saw that it was my dad and I kind of gasped, like, how did they get my dad? So I don't know what that dream means. Obviously um, there's some fear. Remember we were talking about fear last week mm-hmm. and it's been really top of mind. And especially in this book that I'm reading too, about fear and how it shows up and and the lesson that's behind it. So I always took that dream to mean I was shown my biggest fear. My yeah. biggest fear was someone to hurt me and my family and John, right? And, and then being uh, helpless about yeah. it, completely helpless. Yeah. And I, I think we, when we were talking too, it, it just was such a stark correlation really between like, you know, what it's like to lose your father violently. Yeah. And so that was something, you know, you're very like, you don't ever want your daughters to ever experience no. that kind of violence, like losing their father who they love so dearly too. So it, you know, it was kind of like this mirroring of now that I have daughters that are about the same age as when wow. you lost they're a little younger, but they're at the, you know, it's like a trigger. It's like, Oh, that was a pain that I would never want them to experience. And so Johnny becomes that symbol. And they showed me that at the end that it was having my dad. So the, and, uh, but yeah, just that innate fear of helplessness. And and that's the thing. Like I had no control anymore. Well, and that's, yeah, that's like goes back to kind of science, right? It's like Freud and, and young, you know, they believed that you could interpret dreams and they held, you know, suppressed wishes and desires. And it, it was a way to access, you know, short and long-term memory and, you know, that you, it could open up, you know, essentially opportunities for healing, yeah. And so that, you know, that's, that's one of their big things is, you know, saying that they believed that you could interpret your dreams and they were, they actually held, you know, information that was helpful to us, you know, I do believe that. Yeah, absolutely. And they do have the dream books out there that you can look up an item that you dreamt, you know, whether it was an animal or they have all those, it's like a little dictionary, the dream dictionary, and you can look things up. And again, I don't, depending on who wrote those, I think there's a common theme to a lot of things. Maybe it is when you see a certain animal or if you dream about a certain item or a place, maybe they're, they've have found um, with research that different people are dreaming about certain things at a certain time in their life. So they've been able to kind of figure it out, but I think it's so unknown and still so vast that yeah. I think if we really want to dive in and learn about the dreams that we're having, I think it has to, you have to go in and take a look at yourself, what's going on in your world. How are you feeling? How do you react? Is there a lesson? Is there something that you're forced or need to see that you're turning, you know, a blind eye to? So I, I always say, listen to those dreams. There's, yeah, you're going to have some crazy, stupid dreams that make no sense because you had too much lasagna the night before, whatever your body's going to, but I think for the most part, lasagna, you know, I don't know why lasagna. I don't know why I don't even eat lasagna. 
<laughs> it's awesome. I was like, what? Vietnamese <laughs> girl said lasagna. I don't know why. So I really think that we have to know the difference between the, the crazy nonsense dreams and to the ones that are vivid that stay with you because that's on purpose. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's what they say about REM sleep, right? It, it is like where it really intense dreams are happening, very weird, very bizarre. Yes. And, and they're linked to the like, you know, different parts of your brain that are involved with processing memory and emotion. Yeah. You know? Um, and so, and also consolidating, like, you know, the hippocampus, right. With the short and long-term memory, like it, so it's like when you're in those different frequencies and you're sleeping, you're actually like your, your brain is firing, you know, and, and you're accessing kind of these, these different memories. And I know for me, I, I have, a, I have had a recurring dream forever. Tell me, tell me. Well, I, I had it when I was really young and, um, I still get flashbacks in life sometimes of that dream in certain situations. So like it, it's always starts out. So I was, it was, it's always been when I was pretty young. So I was um, like a teenager, you know, and um, I would have this dream. And at the time I did not know uh, that a tsunami was an actual fucking thing. I had no idea that that was a natural phenomenon that actually happened. Um, but my dream <clears throat> was always me going running and seeing this huge wall of water and it's just like moving in and it's coming at me. Like it's coming at all of us and people are running everywhere and people are hiding behind rocks. And I'm thinking, and I mean, I can, I, I remember going, that ain't going to work. like as a teenager I'm going "Mm, mm, mm, no way I'm going up high I don't know like so I'm I'm going through this whole um escape of this wall of water that is just coming and it is like as as high as the you know the sky and it's just coming quickly 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 so I run into this house and it's like this beach house and it's got like the front wall is all window so you know like it's it's all like a, a window so you can see out into the ocean you know like a like a beach house but it's like from top to to bottom window, and I'm sitting there, and I can see all the water coming in, like, and it's bumping up against like the the you know the the house, and and I'm just like, like I'm you know I'm, I can't yeah. catch my breath, I'm like freaking out, and I always survive, and so like the, the next the next rendition of that is there's a child, and I'm protecting the child. And then, you know, we run behind, you know, this little mountain and we somehow, we, but we always survived, mm. but that feeling of like yeah. complete fear and fear. overwhelm. And, and then in real life, do you remember that tsunami that happened? Oh yes. I'm, that's what I'm thinking about right now. It was the, it was like, it, it was on the news and, and there was video footage of it. And I, I went into like a cold sweat and I was like, oh my God, that's a real fucking thing. Like that really happens. Like I yeah. had no idea about that natural phenomenon. So I was like, then I got really like, oh my God, what is happening? What is that? And so I started doing some work, you know, to think about, okay, what, what is really happening here? What does that mean? And, and I, I managed to kind of pinpoint that those were all really big times in my life where I was really feeling overwhelmed. Mm. 
like I was, you know, I was going into nuclear medicine school. I was really working hard. I was, you know, trying to figure out like my life. And I was, you know, just like feeling like, oh gosh, I, this is, it's hard. And it's in my, you know, my, my teenage young adult life all the way up until when I moved here, you know, to, to the U S in, in 97. So it was just a really interesting correlation that the tidal wave was this, this real strong emotion of overwhelm that I could correlate to like almost, almost exactly like a certain incident. Right. But it would happen over and over again, like, you know, for rep- repetitively over the night. And, and the one thing that I always held on to, which is really weird, is that I always survived. Yeah. And even in the dream, sometimes I would say, oh, I know this dream. I know I'm good, but I'm going to survive. It's going to be okay. So I would like be calming myself down in the dream. No way. That's very powerful when you can be present and mindful and in dream state. That is so powerful. That's, that's a practice by the way. Oh, I just, that's, that's interesting. Oh, okay. I just Mm -hmm. remember going, oh, I know this. I know I'm going to be okay. Like my mortal body is saying, oh no, 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 you got this. You always survive, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, just kind of an interesting, uh, recurring nightmare slash natural phenomenon that I didn't know existed. That's amazing. That's crazy. (laughs) Have you seen that movie, the impossible? No. And I'm scared too. It's really good. It has a happy ending. I have to say that because that's the only way I could watch it. Oh God. Is to know that, but it's pretty powerful. It's really cool, but yeah, be ready. Yeah. So let's talk about recurring uh, one more time. Let's let's make it a little happier. <laughs> Murder and tsunamis, <laughs> drowning, death, aliens, <laughs> abductions. That's so dark. We got dark quick. You man. put your head back like a muppet when you laughed right there. You wrote. Ah. You know what? That's a that's a Bollywood laugh. You throw your head back and you clap. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh God. I love My it. girls make so much fun of me for that. They're oh. like, oh, you're laughing. You're clapping like grandma again. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, we need to bring a little, I mean, we usually do giggle and laugh and we are. Mm-hmm. So this one will make you giggle and laugh. And actually you could help me interpret this because oh. this is ongoing for so, so long. And I probably have this once a month or even more. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy. And it's different every time I, in my dreams, it obviously has to do with my physical body. I think I obviously have to go pee or the bathroom because these dreams are about me looking for a toilet anywhere, anywhere and everywhere. And every fucking toilet that I find is either filled to the rim with shit. What? Or- Yes. Or there's no walls. Like the walls are like three feet high and everyone can see me or I have to climb up to it to get to the toilet. They're like, they're all effed up all these toilets. And so I'm always in search and I will look and oh, I'll open that stall that I can't do that one or this one. They're all whacked out. And some of them are so big and huge that I have, I will, I will fall in. So I have to straddle it. It is Oh my God. About What is it? And so what will happen? And I can't believe I'm saying this with people listening, but there's sometimes where I have to go so bad that I will climb on one and be all discontorted just so that I can pee. Cause I have to pee so bad. And then I'm like, Oh, I let it pee. And then I'll feel it like run down my leg. And I'd be like, dang it. I knew I shouldn't climb this toilet. And I'll wake up because I had just peed my pants. <laughs> oh my God. So you do actually have to go pee. 
I do actually have to go pee, but I cannot wake up because I'm in search of a toilet. <laughs> and they're always messed up toilets. <laughs> Sometimes I have to go climb through tunnels to find a toilet. It's just there. And they're all, something's wrong with the toilet always that I can't pee there. So it's not. Yeah. Well, I, do you want to hear what came You're up? The first for me person couple... I've ever told that to, by the way. And well, I mean, you told about 300 I other people. So, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, the, there were a couple of things that came up for me. And, and if anybody else has any thoughts that, you know, feel free to post on or the same, that would be great. If someone else, oh, I have that too. That would be nice. Make me feel yeah. a little normal. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I think of going to the bathroom, right. I always think of that being a privacy, like private time, yeah. my time, right. Uninterrupted time. Yes. And um, I, I'm wondering if that's what you're really looking for in life, some more uninterrupted, quiet time. And you're in it's it's difficult, right? It's difficult oh. to get that, right? So that was the one thing that kind of came up for me was like, you know, when you shut the door and you go to the bathroom, it's like, and it's a release. It's it's like yes. your private time, you're you're relieving yourself in a way that it feels it honors your body, right? And so when you don't get that, you know, it it it, it it's, it's frustrating. And so it almost feels like maybe that is a sign that, oh, you're really looking for, to cultivate a little bit of sacred private time for you. Private time to really, yes, to yeah. release. To it, release. Yeah. A part of it is obviously my physical body is like, dude, wake up. We need to go to the toilet. <laughs> so <laughs> to go to the bathroom, but it is, it's in search. It's always about the search. I'm searching, yeah. I'm looking. And then yeah. my options are effed up. Yeah. That's what, that's what, uh, struck me is that, you know, the, it's the okay. searching and, and that the options you're, you're not finding the options. And yep. so in life, you know, the, the, now the challenge is, oh, okay, I I'm going to find my yep. sacred toilet. Yeah. <laughs> does that resonate with you? Does that, it does. I mean, yeah, it, cause I knew I was always in search of it. I'm always in search of it. And I'm always, I'm always presented with, you know, no good options. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, the, the bat, right. The bathroom, it's like such an intimate thing and it's so like, it is about release, but also yeah. relief. Correct. So there's two things that were really kind of coming to me. It's like this really strong desire to create release and relief in your life. I would yeah. say that's absolutely true. Yeah. And maybe not just for me, but yes. And you know how I absolutely oh. for freedom. Yes. Right? So maybe I'm supposed to go somewhere by myself. Um, <laughs> I'm supposed to when I turned 50, I was yeah. gonna go travel by myself and I'm still going to, um, but I really ache and yearn for that. So maybe this recurring dream, I mean, I've been having this, these dreams for a long ass time. Oh it's yeah. It's, as as I can remember it. I think wild. that's it. Is, right is honoring that time that sacred time for yourself and it was kind of robbed from you this year so yeah. you know it kind of, and I was going to meet you in 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 um, Paris so I know. Okay, I know. we're going to do it I'm definitely going to do it so yes yes I will I want to celebrate your 50th because I'm right behind you girl this <laughs> <laughs> old lady's talking about toilets and tsunamis and aliens. I love it. This has been great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh my God. This crazy ass show. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. This one was a doozy.
I'm just going to say, and I honor and love all of the thoughts and, and there's no, that's what I think. I, um, I think that's kind of our, our point, right? It's, there's no wrong answers here. Nobody fucking knows. I was doing so much research. I was looking at the brain works and neurotherapy.com and I'm look like, I'm just digging in and I'm trying (laughs) to find like, nobody fucking knows. Nobody knows about it. Like, you know, I went on to the ancient astronaut theory side. And I'm like, oh yeah, there's just so much amazing opportunities to like shift your thinking and and think outside the box with dreams. And I think that's, well, we definitely did that today. We definitely did. (laughs) And that brings me to my next sacred circle, which is we're having this is this coming Wednesday, uh, December 9th, 7 PM over zoom. I believe I have uh, three spots left mm-hmm. and I would love anyone here. Who's open to discussing more about dreams. It's a beautiful intimate group where we just get together and share beautiful thoughts and insights and stories. And so we'll add some more stories for this mm-hmm. Wednesday. But oh, it's going to be talking good. to me and helping me with my toilet dream. That is insightful. <laughs> I wonder like once I do take my solo journey trip by myself, I wonder if I'll stop having them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious, right? I'll be curious. And if you don't, then it means we just got to dig a little deeper, dig a little deeper. Or I need to wake my ass up and go to the bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That might be a good, good thing too. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's part of this too, is honoring your body Um, and, you know, going to the bathroom so you don't piss your pants. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. Now you're getting a box of depends, right? Oh my gosh. It's so no. shameful. It's so, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So, so next week, um, yes, it's going to be awesome. We are definitely getting into December now, and I'm really looking forward to the next few shows. And I hope that everyone is continuing to join us. Please comment, rate, review, subscribe to the show. So you get the notifications of when the next show is being uploaded. And we would just love to, yeah, chat with you guys. And thank you for the, those that have left comments. I love reading them. And soon in the new year, we're going to make this a show where you can actually see us because we do a lot of facial and hands up in the air stuff too. It's kind of fun, but you can also be a guest on the show where we can ask you questions about being a light worker, about how you use your intuition and, uh, and how, and where you're at on your spiritual journey. So we hope that's something to look forward to in January as we build this show and invite you to join us. Yes. And our next couple of episodes are all about our upcoming eight week online uh, ignite your chakras uh, workshop. So the next couple of uh, episodes, we're going to be doing kind of a, some fun discussion about chakras and um, kind of blending, you know, Mayum's powerful art. I call it like art therapy. It's like spiritual art therapy it is, yes. because it's like a meditation, but you're accessing like that part of your brain that um, really taps into that energy center. And then uh, we do some coaching around those, each of those chakras. So um, it's going to be, we're, we'll talk about it a little bit and see if folks are, are, are interested because we're launching that in, uh, in the new year, the eight week online program. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be fun, 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 fun. And you're so fun, Manjeet. Thank you so much. I love, oh. I love our little chats. This is great. I love you. That was so much fun. Yay. That was fun.
time. Yay. Okay. Bye, everyone. Namaste. Have a great day. Great day. Bye. Bye.